Would you like to learn a new language? We. Oui. <laughs> See what we? I did? Oh. No, I said we oui, like French. Oh, okay. We, 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 we. I have ever since I've seen Pepe Le Pew and his way with women. I thought I want to learn a new language. You know what? I I do have a because uh, I'm a, I, I do voices and stuff. I do like yeah. the sound of of a French language. Yeah, you're good at faking a language. I just do gibberish, but I want to actually learn. And that's, mm -hmm. I'm going to introduce you in the world to Rosetta Stone. It's the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. And it truly immerses you in the language you want to learn. Yes, I've heard about this and talked about it for a long time. It's the trusted expert for 30 years. They have millions of users, 25 languages offered. So I think that pretty much covers the globe. You've got yeah. your Spanish, your French, mm -hmm. you were just talking about, Korean, Dutch, Arabic. Fast language acquisition. It, 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 there's no English translations, so you really learn to speak, listen, and think in that language. That's the hard part, I think. That's it. And it's an intuitive process. You pick mm -hmm. up the language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences, and it's all designed for long-term retention, which is great because I took Spanish for 12 years and all I know is how to find a library. Yes, Donde, I know. Donde está la biblioteca. So this one, really, really, you retain it. I learned German and I know hast du Zweister now abra. No, hast du Bruder now. Nein, abra cabra Zweister. That means, have, do you have a brother? No, I have, but I have three sisters. I took German for seven years, and all I remember is Gesundheit. <laughs> what does that mean? That means bless you. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> someone sneezes. Gesundheit. Rosetta Stone, that's not going to happen. Another thing I love is they have a built-in true accent feature that gives you feedback on your pronunciation. That's like having a personal trainer for your accent. Very important to being understood in a foreign country is to do it in kind of the rhythm of the way that language is speak. Right. You don't, you don't look like some clown. Desktop and <laughs> app options, audio companion, ability to download lessons offline. Mm -hmm. By the way, the Lifetime membership has all 25 languages. For any and all trips and language needs in your life, mm -hmm. that's lifetime access to all 25 language courses Rosetta Stone offers for 50% off. What are we waiting for? It's a steal. What is going on? Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started for a very limited time. Fly in the Wall listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Oh, yeah. Visit rosettastone.com slash fly. That's 50. That's like the highest I've heard of. 50% mm -hmm. off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash fly today. Live Nation presents Concert Week. From now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 summer shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Celeste Barber, great, Janet Jackson, Nasty Boys, great song. You like to go to Kids Bop Kids, that's their Sammy Hagar I'd go to. I went to see the Doobie Brothers. I'd probably go again. Good old Whitney Cummings. Yeah. Train and Ario Speedwagon. There's so many more for way less. Grab your tickets now through May 14th to see all of the artists you love 
all summer long for just $25 each. Wow. That is a good, that's a good deal. You got to yeah. visit livenation.com slash concert week to buy now. What is it? Livenation.com slash concert week to buy now. Yes, because people back in the day, they, you forget how many great songs Tom Petty has. And then he starts. Well, start she going. is an American girl. Now, Dana, welcome to Superfly. Uh, this is our third episode, as I'm screaming. And we wanted to thank everyone because uh, they're watching it on YouTube, which is new for us. YouTube's doing well. Yeah. And then audio, you can always go to Fly on the Wall and it feeds you into some Superfly back channel way to listen to Pe it. So people have adjusted to what we look like because they've heard us for a while now. Mm -hmm. And then at first they went, oh my God. But then the brain acclimates. That's just how mm. they look now. And everyone relaxed. To call right. it a the smash first, would be not, not be an understatement. I mean, it's like an unbelievable smash hit, but that's fine. Uh, the first reaction is usually just gross when they see us. Then they go, they say gross. Right. And then they say sickening. And then they say, you guys look the same. <laughs> yes. You know, speaking of SNL, Dana, we don't really talk about on this show, but a big story is Shane Gillis is going back. Shane, who's a wow. fucking stud, who hilarious, was on Fly on the Wall. If you want to listen to that, that was very was about six months ago. He was a little yeah. sh shell shocked from the trauma of being fired, just being fired from SNL. Of course. And he was playing, you know, clubs. Uh, he's a very sweet, extremely brilliant comedian. And and now he, he plays, you know, I think he was, he did open for Usher. They just didn't show it. But I think he did do 20 minutes at the Super Bowl. And Usher was like, move him along. He was on one of the poles in the background. <laughs> or was he the guy they shot up in the air? See him shoot somebody up in the air? I, I don't know. The yeah. pageantry, the whole thing. But before we go to that, yeah, that Shane going back, being on the show that fired him. That's I'm going to call it now. And I'm not the first one to coin it. Must see TV. Yeah. I mean, That's, Norm went yeah. back when he got fired. Norm yeah. McDonald, who we're all uh, buds with. And yes. I thought that was interesting, but actually Shane has blown up more than, I mean, Norm had done great after he left, but it was nothing like going from selling out clubs to selling out big theaters. Like Shane is all around doing great, uh, big money coming in and yeah. big special um, and super cool. And sort of uh, someone called him the Taylor Swift for men, which is hysterical. <laughs> like all guys like him. You know what I mean? He's like a guy's guy. He's big. He's, He's, he wears a T-shirt. He's just like a regular dude. And he, he just talks like dudes talk. And But it's very clever. Um, yeah, us as fellow comedians, you know, when you see Louis C.K. come up or, or mm. Norm or whatever, or David Spade, people who have a take on stuff you wouldn't think of. And Shane is the latest, greatest in that. That he's just doing it a little different than right before him. It, it is his moment. And... Uh, He's sneakily incredibly likable. He has most comedians. I don't know if you have a laugh, but most comedians have a laugh that they do once in a mm. while throughout their set. He just has a really charming one. Even if his bit is kind of edgy, he just wins you over. So uh, I'm going to watch. That's my Chris theory. Rock has a laugh when he does his act. You're ready. <laughs> yeah. It well, actually Richard, can help a joke. Oh, I think it's your, your own soundtrack. 
Richard Pryor would have a kick the whole time. Kiss the man. Cosby had a laugh. Uh, sorry, I didn't mind to bring him up. Jerry Seinfeld and you and Louis C.K., they'll just do it like every three to four minutes. And his monologue, Shane, I mean, I don't even know what you say. I mean, it's so funny. I just like, I think I'm happy SNL just said, took the hit and just said, yeah, come back. You're too big of a star now. And it's actually sort of in the uh, ether right now of that, that, that he's doing well. And that's the kind of host they want. And so fuck it. Yeah. What happened before? Just take Yeah, him. that's that's part of Lauren's sort of brilliance as a, you know, SNL. I mean, he, he is mm. SNL. And you can see part of being on SNL is just reading the room and reading the moment. And, you know, maybe someone in the room at Lauren's office said, I don't know. And Lauren, oh, please. It's that thing oh. of the, you co you comes on the show, you have a mea culpa or whatever else culpas you want. Then you have a cup of culpa and you go to the, you go to like a really long party. We'll have it at Orso. <laughs> Orso's again? <laughs> oh yeah. What do you want? To, what else do you want to say? Do you want to tell? You have any thoughts about the Super Bowl? Even though it's been a week. Um, I just think if if like Taylor Swift again, really like Taylor Swift and mm-hmm. Travis Kelsey. But, Start with that. But I look at the skybox, and I look at the glowing people in the skybox. I look at their cocktails. I look at their smiles. I look how young and fresh. They seem like the happiest thing of humanity. What party was invented that I never went to? And I've been to some pretty good parties. But when I look up there, I go, how do you get into that glowing kind of uh, alternative universe skybox where everything is great, where you play Tokyo, a million fans. Oh, I don't want to. Excuse me. Oh, no. They're like, yeah, Taylor Swift. I'm from Tokyo. Exactly. Be realistic. That's what they that is. Look, okay, I'll do ahead. this and we can cut it. But it's one of my favorite bits. And I, I look, I just do a lot of accents. But I used to do all these accents around the world and where they came from. And mm-hmm. one of them was in Japan. Where did that guttural accent come from? The sound of a Japanese accent. And that was because mm-hmm. it's in a seismic zone. So they'd be sitting around and then an earthquake would hit. And they'd be like. Are you shaking your fucking? <laughs> What's well, an earthquake? <laughs> I didn't know it had it had an extra part to it. That's great. <laughs> so I don't know. I mean, look. Um, I mean, been look. They so... tracked her plane. Was that funny? Or they tracked her plane? All the way from Japan to she's, make sure she she's made like it. it was something Be- fun to do. She's the Beatles of her generation. She's beautiful. Yeah. Her lipstick is incredible. Never smudges. She's like the supernatural person yeah. on the planet. And then the boy toy is 6'5", 270. And they seem, they do, they pack on the PDA. Do you know what that means when a couple oh, fuck packs yeah. yeah, it on. is a little PDA heavy. I, I, didn't, I didn't think of that, but yeah. Yeah, they're making out and swanders on. I mean, and again, I'm 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 a I'm a fan, but it, it's it's like, you know, can any relationship as a casual observer yeah. stay at a ten? It's he hard, wins a yeah. Super Bowl. She's super super. They're swaying and kissing and hugging and grabbing. Everyone's just looking in the in the wide shot. They're just like they're like supernatural beings. Where does it go from there? So what I wanted to do is introduce potential red flags. 
for any right. couple, and that couple, which is our our kind of royalty, Travis mm. and, and Taylor. Um, if he ever says this to you, Taylor, you know what? Something you got a smart mouth on you. That's a tell. <laughs> is that, that the beginning of trouble? I think that's a tell. Um, hey, hear my <laughs> new song. Sorry, babe, but that lyric is just stupid. That's oh, a boy. tell. Yeah, there's trouble in River turning, City. They turn into a couple from Vanderpump Rules overnight. <laughs> yes. Oh no, you're gonna cry again when you hear that. That's mm. a red flag. Where were you? No, come on, man. You're gone for two hours. Where were you? Red flag. Don't. <laughs> okay. Do you want to ch- jump in here, David? No, I'm gonna get. I was thinking of something that Taylor will say to him. <laughs> oh well, she would be like. His red flags, equal yeah, opportunity. Football, honestly, boring. <laughs> My last boyfriend, this is Taylor to Travis. My last boyfriend was so cool. He was so cute and hot. Um, That's it? <laughs> yeah. How about, when are you going to quit football and start DJing? That's where the money's at. <laughs> you want to listen to my new song again? You need a makeover. Your whole look is just, you know, if you yeah, love I, me, you change. <laughs> Kelsey says, Heather's making Is it notes. always red lipstick, even around the house? <laughs> she, or here, do you think when they go to like just some casual, they go to Shakey's for pizza, is there always confetti <laughs> falling on them and they start kissing? And I feel like that going. happens everywhere they go, yeah. Buying someone jewelry is usually a great experience all around. To get a beautiful gift, Mm -hmm. you get the unforgettable moment of seeing the look on their face when they open it. The tricky part, Dana, as you know, figuring out how to get the perfect piece at the best price. I hate to say it. Price matters. I mean, that's why I recommend for any jewelry purchase, you source it from BlueNile.com. They've been with us for a while. Yeah. Blue Nile offers thousands of independently graded diamonds david and find jewelry at prices significantly below traditional retail they also offer peace of mind with every purchase some of their highest quality stand they have some of the highest quality standards in the industry right and david whether you want to make a classic statement by gifting a white gold tennis bracelet mm-hmm. <laughs> to sarah sherman or <laughs> or, or bring or bring out her eyes with sapphire and diamond hoop earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts can help you find the perfect gift. David? They're available 24-7 by phone or chat to answer technical questions like, should I make it a diamond cut or a circle? <laughs> Those are the technical questions. I know. Uh, oval. They fit your budget. They'll make sure what you want they can fit in your budget. Yes, it's very difficult to buy jewelry for someone because, um, you know, it's it's a subjective thing. And the, you'll be guided with the, this company's going to help you make the right choice. You give right. them a little information and they'll go, Sapphire. It's hard to roll down to your local strip mall and go, yeah, we're a jewelry store and we sell trucker hats. It's like, that's yeah. not what you want. Or sometimes they have a small jewelry kiosk inside a Denny's restaurant and it's like, <laughs> They're flipping hotcakes, and I'm trying to find my loved ones. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, thank you. You can feel great about your purchase because Blue Nile also offers a diamond price match guarantee. Oh, that's nice. So you can't lose. No, mm-hmm. just in case you got 30 day returns. Mm-hmm. Shop Blue Nile today and experience the ease and convenience of the original online jeweler. Go to BlueNile.com today. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, you know, one thing about when you go to the Super Bowl, it reminded me, it's like after the Super Bowl is like after in the old days, if you bought a bunch of Coke, it's not worth it because once it's over, you're like, <laughs> oh, I paid all that money and it's over that fast. It the is worst the biggest- is if someone asks you for your Super Bowl ticket money after the Super Bowl. It's like chasing up drug money after you. Like, I already did my drugs. Now, now I got to pay for them. I already did them. I didn't, I'm mad I did it now. Oh yeah, you owed me twelve grand for that seat at the Super Bowl. You're like, uh. <laughs> well, don't and you my the, team lost. The best parties are unexpectedly great, but it's like New Year's Eve and the Super Bowl. Like we're really partying, man. But you know what? Drake won two and a half million, I think, betting on the Chiefs. I, I, I have to say, and this is this is an uninteresting take. Uh, <laughs> when rich people like Drake b- bet a million dollars, I don't care that much. I don't care mm-hmm. that the guy that has 200 million bets a million, shows off, shows you the ticket. And they don't talk about as much when they lose, but when they win, they go, what's up? And you're like, it didn't change your life. Now, if anyone else did that, it would change their life, but he does it every week. So it's just puffing up that I just don't like he turns into HR puffing stuff. <laughs> well, here's the here's the deal. Can I finish one time? Google. He Drake said at his next concert, and I don't know where it is, mm. but I assume he plays big big arenas. He's going mm. to find someone s- somehow in the audience and give them two and a half million dollars. I predict no. that show's going to sell out. I would go. Is that true? That's a great idea. Is that true? That's what he announced. That's what he announced. He just said it in some. You too. Well, let's go. <laughs> what do you What do you mean? We've already I've already booked the seats up right up front. <laughs> Super fly box at the show. We got to get close so we can get the tickets. We got to get way up front. We got to walk down. Yes, we will. Um, anyway. Oh, um, I have a thought on Usher. This is a hot take. Okay, my friend Usher. I met him once uh, at events. Incredibly nice. Go ahead. I feel like it was a bit of Joe Coy syndrome. Usher is a great performer. Joe Coy is a funny comedian, but I had heard that three people had passed on that halftime show. You know, your Taylors, your Beyonce. And so people think they used to not leak ahead, like with the Golden Globes. They didn't say who turned it down. Now, if you went to see a movie uh, when you were growing up Mm -hmm. and it was some actor and they go, and right before you went in, they go, Robert Redford turned this down. And so did uh, Al Pacino. (laughs) Then you go, oh, so who did they get? This guy? And then you go, what was wrong with it? To where they didn't do it. And so that's kind of like seeing the fourth pick. You go, well, I mean, Usher was great and people love him and he did a fine job. But I think there's a little bit of that. Yeah. And also it, it you know, the pressure every year to, to make the spectacle, you know, just they mm. should have Neil Young next year, just with an acoustic guitar, not even <laughs> moved, just hunched Poor. over. Oh man, look at my life. I'm a lot like you. Get off! Fuck you. <laughs> Get the oh fuck man. Because <laughs> I Usher yeah. works so hard, you know. But yeah, we need just Neil Young with an acoustic guitar 
center stage. They'll lose about 60 million people. But for people like my my age group, we'd be super happy. Right. And then he brings out like they go crazy because like, you know, um, Roy Orbison walks out with him. And they're like, hey. It's not even oh, alive. Featuring. <laughs> Roy Orbison. I couldn't think of anyone older. <laughs> oh, no. Graham Nash could come out and they could sing. Yeah. Our house. And everyone's like, holy fuck. Is that Graham Nash or my grandpa's friend? They wouldn't know. I don't, well, yeah. I mean, who would be your pick? I know who your pick was years ago. And by the way, it, we are, I was watching the Super Bowl. This guy yeah. come is going to come on. Everyone's like lukewarm. I go, trust me. This is going to crush. And it was a classic rock and roll. Tom Petty? Yep. Tom Petty did the yeah, Super Bowl. I was Bowl right? Crush. Yes. Because people back in the day, they, you forget how many great songs Tom Petty has. And then he starts. Well, start she going. is an American girl. And yeah. I'm free, free fouling. I just, I just substitute some kind of voice. You, Don't you own do me like Tom. that. Petty. I love Tom Petty. He's you know, great. I went to see U2 at the Saphir. Oh, yeah. How was that? Last week. And uh, what are my thoughts? Um, Overwhelmed? You know, they, they show so many things on the wall, all these messages. It's like you might as well be the Manchurian candidate. You're basically getting hypnotized into thinking. You know what I mean? Like brainwashed. So they could just flicker things on there. Because you're staring at it for two to three hours. So just for people and, who are listening and going, Sphere, tell them what it is. Oh, that's that's the big circle that holds 18,000 in Vegas where they have concerts and the outside can look like an eyeball. It's all made of LED screens. It's pretty badass. Mm -hmm. And U2 was playing. And when they say, there's so much going on in there, they say, listen, worst case scenario, you get really bored, you watch the band. And the funny thing is that's <laughs> that's what you used to do is just watch the band. But now there's like, oh, there's something over here. They have a giant shark over here. It looks like it's coming at you while they're playing. Um, uh, and we went, we went and we had pretty good seats. Actually, Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Because it's this fear and the type of seating. In the old days at a big arena, they'd say, oh, they're in the nosebleeds. Those seats are so high up, they have bloody noses. And yeah, the performer is the size of a speck of dust. Is there any bad seat in this sphere? Not really, because it's like straight up like a wall. Uh, they yeah. used to say, I sat in the rafters. I sat right in the nosebleeds. Nosebleeds. I guess just those two. The, the, the yeah. cheap seats. <laughs> oh, the cheap seats, yeah. The cheap seats. I would, I would go to a Giants baseball game for a buck and just sit way out in left field, like, you know. Couldn't see anything. Well, look, I heard that it's wired for this, but they're afraid to do it. But it's sometime the next three months, they're going to do it. The sphere has the capability, apparently, I heard, to rise up, go mm -hmm. into the low suborbital atmosphere, and then make a landing back in Vegas. Did you notice the little secret seat belts? No, I'm Googling low suborbital. <laughs> That's where William Shatner went on the, the guy who's everything about him looks like a dick. You know, uh, Jeff Bezos, the swoosh looks like a dick on Amazon. His spaceship looks like a dick and so does his head. <laughs> it's a, tri <laughs> it's a trifecta. He's a human penis. I mean, come on. So, well, Shatner went. The funny thing, it. his dick looks like a crescent wrench. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> um. <laughs> it doesn't even make sense. I love it. 
David, whether you have a few weeks old puppy or a senior who's seen multiple decades, any dog person like me knows the most valuable thing in the world is spending time with your pet. Yep. The farmer's dog makes it easy to keep them healthy, which can give you more quality years with your lovely dog. Yeah, well, I've heard farmer's dog makes and delivers fresh, healthy dog food. And, you know, that's what everyone's looking for. It's recommended by vets, nutritionally balanced. Uh, it's made from human-grade ingredients, safe, clean kitchens. All that stuff matters. Yeah. I mean, you love your dog. Why Why get the lousy food for your dog? Farmer's dog is the best. Traditional dry and wet dog food options are extremely processed. Sometimes dogs- much lower quality. Yeah. <laughs> you, you put it in their bowl and they go, what is this kibble? And they knock it away. What is this canned goo? Oh, yeah. I've had our dog, yeah, look at the bowl yeah. and then kind of crank its neck up and look at me. And it was like, really? They go, really? Why don't you go first? You want a bite of this? Slop. <laughs> and it makes that sound. Here you go, dog. Mm -hmm. like, so Farmer's Dog isn't just no. higher quality food. They also send the food pre-portioned specifically for your dog based on their unique nutritional needs. It makes it easy to help your dog reach and stay at their ideal weight, David. And which is one of the biggest indicators of a full, healthy life. A fresh diet has been found to have all sorts of benefits, David, from healthier coat mm -hmm. and skin, better breath, if you want to kiss your dog, and even easier digestion and smaller and better poops. Let's look at a clip. It doesn't <laughs> matter if your dog's young or old, it's always the right time to invest in their health for more happy years with your dog. Get 50% off your first box at the Farmer's Dog dot com slash fly let the farmer's dog know we sent you use your code or click podcast after you sign up for your first box looking to save on delivery dash bash from doordash is your door to zero dollar delivery fees and savings you can't get anywhere else dash pass is an exclusive membership with doordash that gets you unlimited zero dollar delivery fees on eligible orders and members only deals and discounts whether it's food from your favorite restaurants grocery from across town, or anything in between. DashPass is the most affordable way to get everything you need delivered right to your door. With $0 delivery fees and lower service fees on eligible orders, DashPass makes it easy to save at restaurants, grocery stores, and all your local favorites on DoorDash. DashPass pays for itself in two orders on average. Plus, DashPass gives you special access to exclusive promotions, and menu items, all for $9.99 a month. Get more from delivery for less with DashPass. $0 delivery fees and reduced service fees on eligible DoorDash orders. Sign up for DashPass today and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change. Terms apply. Oh, I want to show you some headlines. Uh, let's let's show, okay. show some st stories. Let's see. Pull something up. Mm -hmm. There's two. One of them is this one I thought was kind of funny. Sued. <laughs> Transgender woman sued ex-boyfriend over tossed out balls. What? So what happened was... <laughs> what happened guy, to our culture? What happened to I America? Know. This is a Go story ahead. you wouldn't hear oh. 10 years ago. But, well, the what happened was, I can't read it, but what I remember is the person... I'm just going to try can, to be I can vague. read it. Sued ex-BF over tossed out balls. But ju judge says... No case. Right. But the real story, the littler story is like the person that got them chopped off, kept them in the fridge and the guy, they broke up and the guy 
threw them out, and then and the other person came back to get the balls, and they said, "You didn't leave them here." Yes, I did. I know they're by the eggs. Actually, they are the eggs. <laughs> they might have got now, mixed up with the eggs. Um, let me just so it's a couple. Someone we'll put a gets their balls chopped off, and then the couple yeah. breaks up. Why mm. would the couple? Because I'm a romantic. Why would they break up over the over that? It would cause a rift, possibly, maybe not, but that's probably. <laughs> Do you have any other testicle removing <laughs> articles? I like we just. What? I would hide them in the pickle juice. Um, no one's I looking there. What's your best balls joke in your stand-up? Do you have any? Because <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to think. Um. Well, I I had one of my. I'll. I'll you go ahead and then I'll. Uh, my balls joke. What is it? What about that? Oh, I went to IHOP and I found a pube in my eggs. No, I found a hair in my eggs and it was a pube and it was still attached to the guy's balls that were, and he didn't work there. And that's what I thought was weird. I go, this guy doesn't even work here. <laughs> See, that's, you think it would be. Yeah. That's good. That's funny. And that's smart. This is me in college doing stand up at a tiny mm -hmm. club when I was really scared. Uh, Popeye from the Popeye cartoons. Gigs. Yep. Gets kicked in the balls. Oh, <laughs> Kill every time. Oh, it's, it's killing here. <laughs> Heather's doing the air part of her laugh, and then it comes into noise. She's just. I, I wasn't was like you. I, I could never write material. I would go to toy stores. I would just think like of. I, I couldn't. Well, you can write material. I, no, I would I go to toy stores. And buy props and try to make comedy out of that. But Popeye getting kicked in the balls was a showstopper. Well, you know, I do like that one. I think I remember you did it for a little bit in the old days, but you took it out. So there's shit in my act I hate taking out. It just gets too old. And I'm like, come on, guys. I'm so, well, it's really to amuse myself. It's more, I want yeah. more abstraction. I don't want anything... Mm -hmm. Anything that makes any sense. The one that kills the hardest now is goes back 50 years. George Bush Sr. going off a high dive diving board. Okay. It kills. Gotta do it. Gotta do it. Gotta do it. Not gonna do it. <laughs> but I'm walking. <laughs> That's it. Bedlam. <laughs> you go pepper in a funny walk. Bedlam. Chaos. People are like, ah. Every time I do this one because of the Super Bowl, I'll do it. Christopher Walken sees a, an amazing magic trick. Wow! Yeah, you could have been that, in that Super Bowl commercial. That's it. Heather could do it. Wow! Wow. Wow. There you go. Yeah. Don't you know. That was pretty good. That's pretty good. Heather. Heather, 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 hair. Oh, <laughs> my, oh here's one more story I'm going to show you. Heather, no, I don't have it. I just read that in the New York City, the cops mm -hmm. aren't allowed to have facial hair again. They used to have that. I don't know if Heather knows this. They used to have that forever. The Yankees, the yeah, uh, yeah. New York City cops, and then they let them have beards and must. I don't know why they did it. And now the cops can't have that. So the only thing these cops really can do now is get beat up. What? Look at this. <laughs> I mean, that's, what? I mean, you need a beard to soften the punch. I mean, all they're doing is getting, Look at this. Give go, them something, these poor Benny. fucking guys. Ben, every cop I mean, had a mustache in the, in the 60s. It's cool. Everybody yeah. had a mustache. 
New video reveals bring back some traditions. Clean slaven? Slaven? <laughs> clean shaven? Clean, clean shaven. Mm -hmm. I don't like this because, first of all, it's so hard to get people to be cops. It's so hard to get them. The cops get beat up in New York more than anywhere. And then you can't fight back. You can't choke anyone. You can't punch anyone. So you can't do anything. So you're either getting beat up. Or you're having someone film it and going, it's bad enough to get beat up. Someone's filming going, hey, you fucking pussy, you're what? losing. It's well, like, well, I can't fight back. I'm, I can't shoot. I can't fight. I just get beat up and then they run away and go, fuck you. And they go, ba -da -ba -ba -da -ba. it's like, that's 20 times a day. What kind yeah. of escape from New York, New York, Chris? Uh, Kurt, I can't talk now. What kind of escape from New York, Kurt Russell fucking dystopian movie are we living in? But it's a commonplace thing. What happened today? Oh, I saw some cops get beat up. What happened to the people? Yeah. They they ran away. <laughs> and what, what happened? They they don't. Then they're not allowed to chase them. And people get. It's just so weird. And you go. When I was a kid, you won't believe this. This is how old I am. We weren't supposed to beat up cops. Now it's like a TikTok challenge, but. You know, whatever. What are you going to do? Now, next Dana, will be what? Go ahead, I was going to say, I wanted to see your Super Bowl commercial. I'm jumping around. Oh, okay. I have a story about me and John Lovitz. If you want to see it. So I, I've been in four Super Bowl commercials. Whoops. How'd that get out? Jesus Christ. Well, two with Lovitz for American Express back in. And then one with Kevin Nealon, Hans and Franz. And then one with Mike Myers. So. You know, another good friend of mine that's due to do a Super Bowl commercial with me? Oh, let's do it. <laughs> I love Super Bowl commercials. Yeah. I love it. Oh, here's your commercial. So this yeah. is uh, while you're on SNL, right? While on SNL and John and I together in an American Express commercial. We are going to the Super Bowl! You get the tickets, the trip's on me! Dana and John were fighting. Dana took the American Express car. But John took that other car. John had trouble at the airport. What? I'm over my limit? Sorry. Do you take American Express? Of course. Aldadash. Yes! Montage. Funny montage. We only take the American Express card. Yep. Yes. Funny reaction. Funny reaction. Funny sunglasses. Let me at least pay for the ticket. John looks kind of cool. John looks great. Pay attention to the Hawaiian shirts. Hawaiian shirts. Look at those guys going in. The souvenir stand. You got me this souvenir card? Yeah. <laughs> the American Express. Look at how stupid that shit is. I know. Uh, what? It was John and I came up with a thing during the thing of doing that thing. But the funny part about John and I's relationship, <laughs> you, you saw the, uh, the Hawaiian shirts at the end. They're kind of yeah. loose fitting. Mine was sort of yellow or orange. So there was, you know, like big American Express commercial. There was a trailer with. I don't want to exaggerate. I'd say a hundred Hawaiian shirts just lined up. So I Minimum. go in and I grab one and put it on. I'm going out in the bleachers where you see the scene at the end. John goes in the trailer. Like, shark go in the trailer. John goes in the trailer. Two minutes, five minutes, 10 minutes, 20. What's going on? He finally comes out, doesn't have a Hawaiian shirt on, walks over to me, points and goes, I'd like to wear that one. 
So I go, John, you're being ridiculous. What a fucking idiot. I go, John, there's a hundred in there. No, it's a two second (laughs) shot. It's a two second shot. So finally, just because the way John and I will tease each other, I said, John, look, let's be honest. We both know I got the best one. This is the best one by far. I got it first. What can I tell you? (laughs) I'll be funny in the commercial. You won't. (laughs) So we got two commercials out of American Express. And that that commercial was voted number one that year. It was the first year they had ratings. So maybe that's that ad meter thing. Yeah. Yes. USA Today. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, that's great. If you've ever been in the market for a new home, you know how home shopping can be. And that can be a lot. There's so much you don't know and so much you actually do need to know. What are the neighborhoods like? Good question. What are the schools like? Who is the agent who knows the listing or neighborhood best? And why can't all this information just be in one place? Maybe it is. Why can't it? Guess what? It is. Now it is on homes.com. They've got everything you need to know about the listing itself, but even better, hold on. They've got comprehensive neighborhood guides and detailed reports about local schools. And their agent directory helps you see the agent's current listing and sales history. Wow. That sounds good. Homes.com collaboration tools make it easier than ever to share all this information with your family. It's a whole cul-de-sac of home shopping information. All at your fingertips. Homes.com. We've done your homework. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. We want to um, potentially have people send in we can cut this out um oh no we can Uh, impressions audio or 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 video audio of um impressions and we will give you feedback and maybe we'll end up having a a little competition as people go forward like you know who can do the best whatever we'll give you our our uh professional showbiz opinion and uh Mm -hmm. they can be bad or we'll just clown on you you send it in to superfly at odyssey.com, A-U-D-A-C-Y.com. Yep. And Dana, I've had a, I've, people Twittered me some red neckies. I have one Rackham for you before we start, but it's kind of oh. similar. No, I love Rackham. Rackham, we almost named this podcast Rackham, which was David's I notion. Know. And I, I just still think it's really funny. Do you think you need to explain for, Heather, you understand what Rackham is, right? Everyone knows, right? Yeah, you're in the pool and it's pool. When you're in pool and you hit the last ball in and you walk away and go, rack them. Yeah, that means you won yeah. and fuck yeah. you and it's let's the play ultimate again. Badass moving pool. Yeah. So you have a joke. You have a, I yeah. can't think of a good joke. Set up. I thought of one this weekend because it's the dumbest one. I go, uh, 
Doesn't matter. As long as you okay. say Rackham, it's going to work. Okay, gonna ready? Yes. Uh, you know, I don't want to say Dana's tight with money, but I asked my uh, pet bird what he thought of Dana, and he said, cheap, cheap, Rackham. <laughs> well, yeah, well it, sh- it shouldn't be a joke from 25 years ago, but it's good in real life, present jokes, but I can't think of one. You had two. Only if, I, if only I was a comedian. Cheap, cheap, Rackham. You had a good rhythm. You had a, you had a catchphrase with cheap, cheap, and then you had Rackham. Cheap, that's cheap's a, funny because the bird's phrase. telling you that he's cheap. Okay. And then, uh, and then Rackham. I ran right over with Rackham. But you can you can stall. But well, let's get into red red necky. I just want to explain to people this. This is just my take on a really bad comedian, and it's also mm-hmm. just a story of someone who is uh, indomitable, like always thinks of the positive. Google. He announces his name before every joke. I'm Red Rednecky, the redneck comedian. I ask my <laughs> every daddy, joke. Every joke. <laughs> Sorry. <Wait a> okay. <laughs> it's, 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 I'm Red Rednecky, the redneck comedian. I asked my daddy what's for dinner. He said shit on a shingle. I said this day keeps getting better and better. Come and get some. <laughs> I'm Red Rednecky, the redneck comedian. I met yeah. my sister only because mama turned me down. Come and get some. So it was an you know, I do like that. They're very, they're very economical, though. They're not, you don't wait too long. No, and it's, it's just like, I went to the doctor. He said he had to amputate my right foot. I said, can I keep my left foot? He said, sure thing. I said, come and get some. What the, why don't I get that one? Well, <laughs> Because he's so positive, he just says, come oh. and get some. He thinks, great. I went, Hi, I'm Red Rednecky, the Redneck Comedian. The no doctor one. said he had to remove my right foot. I said, can I keep my left foot? He said, sure thing. I said, come and get some. Uh, I thought <laughs> I the think... first two were, were more Red Rednecky. Red Red, yeah, we like it, though. We laughed well, at it. Well, here's one that no one ever gets because it's too dry. I'm Red yeah. Rednecky, the Redneck Comedian. I just got back from Oozin' Saw, Minnesota. Everyone said, how are the folks doing in Oozin' Saw? I said, dabbing cotton. Come and get some. <laughs> Listen, I'm going to come and get some. I'm, saying, I'm not saying I'm not. I'm just saying. <laughs> Heather got I, it. Do you get it? No, I like Ooh. for dabbing cotton. He likes, she just likes to hear well, dabbing cotton. And oozing, I just like to hear come and get some. I just got back from Oozin' Saw. Oozing sore is the oozing name of the Oozing sore. That, I didn't I have get to that. announce it. I got back from Oozing Sore, okay. Mississippi. How the folks doing down there? Dabbing cotton. Come on, get some. Oh, yeah. How about spraying back teen? Rackham. Yeah. <laughs> Let me think of a Rackham joke. Rackham's, no, Rackham's tough. I no. like, by the way, I posted a, an Instagram story this weekend about a fake Super Bowl party I had with 18 people, but it was like the most bleakest party. So I just, did I tell you this? No. Oh, I, I put a picture of like uh, a cup of salsa and a bag of peanuts and then uh, one Tito's bottle. And I said, uh, let's rage or something. <laughs> and then people put more like, come and get some. <laughs> See that? <laughs> okay. Inf- I like that one. Infested. That's not the word. It's infiltrated my stories how about this so people are listening to this dog shit podcast how about this this guy challenged me to a fight i went full paul newman and butch cassidy and sundance kid come and rack them 
No, no. We can't have a collab yet. Come and rack them. No. no. Rack them. Come on, em. man. Come and rack them. They are kind of similar, but I like come and get some better, but rack them needs to be in, a, in, in the right time and place is a real good one. Uh, even if it's thrown away. Uh, yeah. But do, oh, I have that. one. Here, here's a joke. Okay. So in a related story, mass maestro's coming in. God damn. <laughs> Maestro is an Oscar nominated movie. Bradley yes. Cooper's in. And uh, I'm sure it's a perfect quality, well done movie, but it looks a little boring. Honestly, I couldn't get through the poster. Honestly, <laughs> I fell asleep during the billboard. <laughs> there we go. I said it like that. That's a good chop right there. Pa, 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 pa. No, just in case Bradley, he's brilliant in the movie. It, it's a, it's a, it's, it's quite amazing. Uh, the holdovers, extraordinary. Uh, oh, the well. one we had him on, Mojimo. Paul Giamatti is, and the whole movie is just puddle of tears, grabs you like a seventies movie. Alexander Payne, I think, did sideways. You, yeah, you say his that, name wrong. It's, it's her. His name is pronounced Giamaestro. Did you see the movie Bobby? That was when I saw Margot Robbie first promoting it. They go, tell us about your movie. She goes, it's called Bobby. Because that's how everyone from Australia says it. Bobby. At Bobby. Shrimp on the Bobby. Hey, mate. Bobby. um, All right. What do we do now? (laughs) Do we end? That's it. It's a fucking wrap, dude. It's a wrap. Uh, You guys, thanks for tuning in. Oh, we can read these. These are emails. Superfly submissions. Oh, Oh, okay. Read them. Okay. Read one of these as Red Rednecky. I went shopping. This is Red Redneck, the redneck comedian. I went shopping at Walmart for a three-piece suit and came back with three pieces of fruit. Come on, get some. <laughs> it doesn't even... Bomb. Doesn't... Bomb. Well, it's, it sounds funny, Johnny. It's You're getting close. We're going to work on these uh, It sounds week. funny because the way you're saying it, and when you end it, it, it doesn't almost matter what the middle part is. <laughs> I'm Red Redneck, the redneck comedian. My mom always told me, you better get mad before it's too late said what do you mean she said never mind it's already too late come on get home it's just a little few too many words but you're getting close johnny this is one guy submitting all this horse shit oh here's one from raven oh, raven robbie oh this is a johnny oh sorry officer i didn't know i was swerving i had three twizzly willy wonkas at the drunken monks not bad oh this is johnny carson yeah uh three twizzly willy wonkas at the drunken Drunken monk. You know what? I, I think, think the I think only I go problem monk with that. would be singular. Go ahead. I think it should be three Twizzly Wizzlies because it should be two and two. Yeah. Two words and two words. Three Twizzly Maybe. Wizzlies at the Drunken Monkey. Or, I don't know These are viewer think. submissions. Okay. I didn't even know we had any. These are great. I'm Red Rednecky, the Redneck Comedian. What's the difference between an alley cat and a pole cat? About $20. Come on, get some. Oh, like a stripper? That's I like good. that. A pole cat would be the stripper. It's a little dark. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, hey, Frank. It's a cat stripper. Mama said, get you a woman that appreciates pest control. On a good day, that's dinner and a show. Come on, get some. These are pretty good. Uh, what about, okay, if you have any good of those or any good Rackham cinnamon, and uh, we'll wrap up now. Thanks for watching. Watching. And also thanks for listening. And uh, the studio's almost ready, so we're going to be in here. Rack them. Yeah. Bye-bye.
This has been a presentation of Odyssey. Superfly is executive produced by Dana Carvey and David Spade. Charlie Finan of Brillstein Entertainment. Jenna Weiss-Berman of Odyssey. Heather Santoro and Greg Holtzman. Hope you liked it. Mm-hmm.